Hi, it's Dave Michaels at Talking Points. Today, Evan and I will be talking to Chris Burgey, Vice President of Development at UMA. Hi, welcome to another episode of Talking Heads. Evan, where are you? I am currently at uh, the top of the world, the head uh, quarters of AT&T globally on the 63rd floor. So literally, I am at the epicenter of telecommunications globally. So hopefully my reception is good and you can actually hear and see me. I, well, you should, your reception should be great. And uh, I've never made it that far. I've only made it to the 62nd floor, as I recall. I'll uh, give you the key sometime. So I will, uh, I'll, I'll tell you the secret to getting in the, uh, the 64th suite. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, so, so are you familiar with UMA, Evan? You know, it's interesting. UMA is a brand that goes way back as one of the early innovators in the residential VoIP space. So I've sort of known and been interested in them for a while but I saw a bunch of news and announcements and buzz around the enterprise. So I was like, wow, this is really curious. But no, that, that can't be right. So let's, 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 go to, let's go to Chris. Chris, uh, are you there? So, hello, Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing well, how about you guys? Uh, great, great, I'm doing great. I don't care, I don't care about Evan. But, <laughs> but uh, Evan seems to think you're like some enterprise company. Everyone knows that Uma is like a Costco uh, little, little gadget device. I mean, could you, could you set the record straight here? Yeah, we, uh, surprising as it may be, we, we are in fact a company that plays in the mid-market enterprise space in addition to the residential and small business side. You know, I have heard that Costco does like a business-to-business thing. So this is like a bigger, a bigger box at the bigger, bigger Costco's for business or, 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 or something different? Uh, yeah, so we, everybody clearly knows UMA very well, as Evan mentioned, from our residential service. But we made our first foray into the small business space with UMA Office. Uh, and it's a mix of uh, hardware, so think of the traditional analog phone or IP phone, uh, as well as software to serve the needs of small business customers. All That's right. fascinating. I mean, I, I, I know, you know, you talk about business powering in America and all the excitement is in small business. And, you know, everyone is some kind of uh, jerry-rigged home business VoIP uh, solution today. So what does your solution do that I don't get from a Comcast or from my router or from my cell phone that maybe I'm using at home? Like, are there particular features or functions or services I, I can get that maybe are, are missing as a small business owner myself? Yeah, that's a, a fantastic question. And, and funny enough, we have a lot of customers that come from the likes of Comcast or Time Warner, AT&T. And so it's really the premise behind UMA Office was having a curated cloud-delivered communication solution. So the right type of functionality that a layperson could understand at a very reasonable price point and flexible enough to adapt to whatever the situation may be in a small office. If they have ethernet cabling, we can deploy IP phones. If they don't, we can deploy decked wireless phones or even hook up analog devices. And it gives them all the features that a small business would care about from a telephony perspective to auto attendance, to mobile applications, to routing your calls in a way that are most efficient for you. So it's really empowering for that segment that doesn't really know what they should be looking for and, and they want a very reasonable price point to consume that at. Okay, so I, 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 you've gone from consumer to, to business to apparently enterprise. So, so give me an idea of how your product solutions change in there because they don't all have a Costco box, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, clearly. In fact, a lot of the office customers 
we're procuring on a direct basis, some may walk into a, a retailer to acquire that solution. But we saw a, a gap still in the market, to be honest, uh, beyond what we we're doing for the SMB segment. And that led us to the acquisition of a company called Voxter. Uh, back in March of this year, and that has become UMA Enterprise. And that's intended to be much more of a bespoke solution. So if you look at how folks position in the UCAS space today, uh, it, it's largely kind of the same solution set that you find from everyone. Uh, and we were much more interested in a highly flexible, resilient platform where you can integrate in with any application that may suit the needs of your business and have that future-proof protection. And that's kind of the premise behind what we've done with UMA Enterprise. So tell me, I have a small business. It's obviously myself, Dave Michaels, working for me as my personal assistant. I've got uh, an accountant. I've got a bookkeeper. Uh, you know, a few people. So that, that sounds great. But then what happens when I scale my media? Yeah, that's a, a fantastic question. 50 people or 100 people or, you know, what, what happens next? Do I have to get rid of UMA Enterprise? Uh, so, so you wouldn't, in that case, that'd be UMA Office, which, by the way, can scale up to hundreds of users if you're a simple environment or multi-location like a, a retail chain, for example. But let's say you have needs for contact center, for example, or you want more robust collaboration tools. Uh, we would move you up into the enterprise platform, which leverages a lot of the same technology behind the scene and unlock those capabilities so you can deploy a contact center if you're a smaller environment that has advanced needs. Uh, so it's really about directing customers to the solution that is the best fit for them and giving them that path over time if they grow up as a business and have more robust requirements. Now, so UMA, UMA Enterprise is is a, that, that scale is even larger, right? That, that goes, that, that, that's, and you have some large enterprise customers. We do. So Slack is a customer of UMA Enterprise, for example, which everybody certainly recognizes that name. Grafana, Optimizely, uh, we have a very large pizza chain uh, that's leveraging the, the platform. So it's, uh, it's really robust and flexible, which is what we like about it. And theoretically, there's no cap on the limit of the platform. It's distributed in nature, so we have multiple pops around the world. It's active-active. You can move between the pops. So it's uh, really dependent on the needs of the organization and how geographically dispersed they are and how many folks they have in a particular location. Okay, so that, that's the big, the enterprise play. Uh, that's what us professionals call UCAS. That's and right. Then, and, then, and, then, uh, and then you've got UMA Office, which is a step down, and that's, uh, that's got a hardware device associated with it? That's right. So it depends on how you're deploying. So if you're a more modern environment, let's say, and, and you have Ethernet switching and cabling, we can fully deploy just IP phones for that customer. But if you look at, take Main Street businesses, uh, so the barber shop or a pizza chain or a coffee shop, uh, often they have no idea what Ethernet cabling or network switches are. So we've taken that heritage from the consumer side around this really fantastic appliance and we deploy that in those cases, which allows you to hook in traditional analog phones or fax machines if you want. Uh, or we even have a decked wireless desk phone if you don't have connectivity that will give you the experience similar to an IP phone in that environment. And it's all self-deployable. That, that's kind of the premise. You know, folks that have used UMA at home know how easy it is to plug that in and you're up and running. And, and we wanted to carry that forward into the small business segment too. Now, let wanna... me ask you, I, I've, I've, just to interrupt Dave, as usual, um, you know, one of my issues with SMB solutions has been quality and end-to-end and -end voice quality and HD voice and reliability. How have you guys addressed that in the uh, small business space? You know, so it's interesting. We 
we had to, to learn the lesson in the consumer side. So if you go back to when Uma started and, and brought out the home phone service, internet connectivity was not in great shape <laughs> at that point in time. You know, you, you look at the turn of the 2000s. So there was a lot of work put into the intelligence of the appliance that we built that can mitigate for internet quality issues, dual packet delivery, scaling up and down. Um, because, you know, folks still today may have DSL connections that are terrible in terms of connectivity. And so we're really adaptive around addressing that. And it's why we enjoy such high voice quality. And, and we've rolled out things like the Opus codec, for instance, for our phones. So if you want wideband, high quality, high def uh, experience on IP desk phones, we can deliver that. Okay. So yeah, how have you nailed end-to-end uh, -end reliability? And what does it mean for service and support? You know, uh, business customers are really demanding in terms of their supplier relationship. Uh, that's why they choose, you know, pr pretty traditional names out there. So what, what do you say to the marketplace? Yeah, so I think that the first thing is proof is in the pudding. We're on the small business side for office. We're no contract. So that puts a lot of the onus on us as a vendor to nail that experience for a customer because they could cancel at any time. And it's part of that peace of mind that we create with them. Uh, and it's implementing the right tooling. So again, all the lessons learned from the consumer side, we've operated there for a long time, applying that to the business side. And we have full visibility into those appliances, for example. So we do proactive monitoring, uh, have real-time information on if there are call quality issues, where those are happening in the legs of the call, uh, and beginning to look at alternative connectivity solutions. So if you see what's happening with 4.5G, 5G, that becomes very compelling, too, as another path to ensure that customers have solid quality and we have control over that. But by and large, because of the way we've implemented quality of service management, codec management, packet delivery, we can provide a, a really great experience for customers pretty much all of the time. We, we rarely have cancellations that are related to the quality of the network. Uh, and it's, again, it's- Oh, well, that's interesting. I mean, I, 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 I hadn't imagined. So someone like me might not be your target demographic, but you know, I, I run an entire business on my smartphone have you looked at ways to integrate customer smartphones, soft clients, or other apps that, you know, leverage obviously the phone that every business owner has in her hands uh, already? Yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned that. So we've long done that on on the enterprise side, UCAS, right, in the industry. Uh, and so people may not be aware, but we certainly have that in the enterprise offering. But we have the same thing in UMA Office, and we have for quite some time UMA Office for mobile. Uh, and funny enough. So large customers realize that this functionality has existed uh, for many number of years, but small businesses don't. And we, we won an account, there were about 75 users a couple months ago, and it was purely because of the mobile experience. They didn't want to hand out cell phones they're paying for to all of their employees, so now they can deploy an application and they have their second identity on the phone. And that's really powerful for a lot of small business customers that don't know what they don't know out in the market. All right, so I want to I want to wrap up this video. I got an important question. I forgot to mention actually to the audience that that you that I met you at Shortel, another fine uh, UCAS company. And so my question to you is, uh, how is how is uh, Uma uh, different from what you did at at Shortel? I mean, I mean, obviously the product's a little different, but tell me more about the company and and uh, you know where how you see the cultural difference or the attitude difference or whatever. Uh, you know, culturally, there are a lot of things that I loved about the, the team at, at Shortel. There's this built-in passion to, to win. 
that drove a lot of the success for Shortel for many years. I see the same thing at UMA. Uh, and despite our size, we still operate much like a, a startup in our tenacity for making change and solving the problems of the world and the various spaces that we play in. One of the key differences is that we're coming from a place of strength. So this is a, a recurring revenue SaaS business model. And even on the consumer residential side, that's a very healthy, vibrant business for us. And we nailed the hybrid architecture, which is something that Shortel and many others were, were aspiring to over the years. So it's a full SaaS multi-tenanted hybrid architecture with a footprint on premises. And that's really powerful with what we can do for small businesses and parlaying that up into enterprise as you look at weaving in 5G connectivity, for instance. There's a lot of great tools that exist in the portfolio, including home security, right, which folks may not know we're in. We can take that into the small business, too, for facilities monitoring. That's what excites me the most. There's this deep passion, strong set of tools, intellectual property that really allow us to serve the needs of our customers in a simple, elegant way. Uh, that's exciting. I have a feeling we're going to be hearing a lot more from Uma, uh, and uh, I wish you the best of luck there. Uh, so with that, let's wrap this up. Thank you very much. And uh, Evan, uh, you can get back to the, you got to check out the 63rd floor. <laughs> I, I mean, just have a look around. I mean, this is a really fabulous uh, building. So I'm, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be sending some, tweeting some pictures, photos, and videos uh, over the course of the day. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. Thank you, guys.